Welcome to This Week in Skiza Athletics. I am your host, Neil Minton, with my co-host, as always, Rip Ripley. How are we doing today, Rip? Doing good, doing good. Long week, lots of uh, lots of rain outs and reschedules and different things. So a little tired, but it's Friday, so we're uh, doing pretty good. It's just been an AD's dream this past <laughs> couple of weeks, um, <laughs> without a doubt. Without us, um, so last week we, we didn't do a show. I was actually in Kentucky on um, a field trip to the ARC Encounter and a Creation Museum. So I'm in a bus in Kentucky, maybe Tennessee. I don't know where I was at this time going back and forth across lines. And I get a tornado watch um, alert from Florence on my phone. And I'm like, I reckon we should maybe cancel games today. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm three states away. But, um, yeah, so it, it made it real fun being out of, you know, oh, yeah. three states away during, I guess, had pretty bad weather last week. But then, then yeah. You know, oh, yeah. we get all these warnings and then um, I hear we don't get one drop of rain sometimes. So, I mean, who knows yeah. what's going on. But anyway, with us today, we have Calhoun Academy's Athletic Director, Todd Layton. How you doing, Todd? I'm great, Neil. How are y'all? Real? How are you? Doing good, sir. Good, Welcome good. to the show. So, I'm excited Thanks about having you on, Todd, because we go way back. And um, we've talked about this on the show quite a few times, how, um, you know, Skiza, Skiza, we all kind of, you know, Rip and I have had this conversation. We know a lot of the same people we didn't know. And yeah. when you're Skiza lifers, you get you have that conversation a lot with people. Yes, sir. yes, you do. Yes, so, if I if didn't you groom Rip for for all <laughs> groomed. <years? laughs> I groomed him? Yes, yes. I guess you say that. Oh, yeah. Rip, Rip and I worked together at Orangeburg Prep. We hired Rip. Rip, you were about right out of college then, right? And um, yes, sir. Yep. We hired Rip, and then um, when Rip came on and as an assistant basketball coach, Rip actually helped me in football one year, JV yeah. football. Remember that, Rip? Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. And then um. And then Rip became our head basketball coach, did a great job for us. And I, hey, man, how about, how about head basketball coach? Let's congratulate Coach Ripley right there on his big promotion. Very proud of you, Rip. And thank you. you know, well earned. And also, how about Coach Tally? What a great, great man, great career. Somebody, you know, when I got in coaching when I was a lot younger, somebody, you know, I got to meet through Don Shelley and really looked up to and admired. And, you know, congratulations, Coach Tally, on a great coaching career. You know, yeah, I had that on my short list of things to talk about. So, mm -hmm. for people who may not know what's going on, so Eddie Tally, um, who I, I don't know all his titles, Rip, you might be better at that. <laughs> but, you know, Eddie is also he's the head basketball coach, Wilson Hall men, and, and has been for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, so he is stepping down from that role. And Rip, congratulations, as Todd said, congratulations on taking on that role. We'll know you do a great job. And um, so just congratulations. Why don't you tell us a little Thank bit you. about Coach Tally? And, and I think that's good. He, mm -hmm. I yeah. know personally, you know, Coach Tally coached me in 1995 North-South football game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, Coach Tally, you know, coached 36 years, 28 of them here at Wilson Hall and coached varsity football for multiple years and had success there and also – uh, been the varsity basketball coach since 19, I think it was 94. Uh, he's been the varsity basketball coach here. Uh, he's won three state championships between Lawrence Manning and Wilson Hall. Been to, you know, when I finally got him to give me his, his numbers, you know, it's kind of hard to get it out of him. He don't like to brag on himself too much. But, I mean, you know, he won the region 20 out of the 36 years. He, he made the state semifinals 12 times. I mean, a third of the years that he has coached, he's been in the state semifinals. Pretty impressive, yes, um, you know, coming from coming from schools with like Large Manning and Wilson Hall, where um, you know his his teams always from coaching against him for so many years, always well prepared, always well disciplined. Um, you know, it's one of the exciting things about coming over here was getting to work, you know, with him and under him, and, and kind of learn over the past few years. And 
you know, he's, he's going to focus the next couple of years as we're making a, another big transition at Wilson Hall, obviously with Mr. Fred Moulton is stepping down as our headmaster. And he's going to, he's the coach tally is the assistant headmaster and lower school principal. So he's going to help uh, our new head of school with that new transition a lot. So um, he'll still be around. Like he told the guys, he'll just be yelling at him from the other side of the other side of this court. So um, he'll still be around Wilson Hall, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really a pleasure to work with him. And I know it was tough, but he just felt that it was kind of time for him to, to focus on some other things. Well, I, I mean, I, obviously a great coach, good man. Uh, you know, I coached against him at, when I was at Colin Prep for a while at basketball. Um, I know this, in 1995, his football team was 10-0. I do know that. <laughs> I remember that. Um, so he has success there as well. But, um, yeah, just, just a great guy and watching his kids grow up. And as a younger coach and Rip, you know, with you have, what, 18 kids or something now? So <laughs> Only four, only four. Watching him – um, and he doesn't know this, but I, I remember watching him coach his kid. And Todd, I hadn't been around while you've coached yours. You know, mine is now in sixth grade, about to come through. So it's it's kind of cool to say, hey, I've watched how he's handled some things, even the stuff that he doesn't know that he's mentoring people. He's mentoring people, and and that's what sure. good leaders do. So, so I mean, you know, as far as skis are coaches, he's going to be missed. He's one of the good ones. Um, but that being said, um, you know. This is where we are in, you know, my life cycle of a skis a coach, guys. We're, you know, we're not the young guys anymore. We got older guys moving out. I'm getting a few gray hairs in here. I see Todd. We got a little bit. Going. Oh, I got more than a few. <laughs> so, um, you know, but congratulations, Rip, again, seriously. So, thank you. Um, so, Todd, we're going to start with you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, your role at Calhoun Academy, um, what all you do, <laughs> what's been going on, and tell us a little bit about yourself. And then I want you to tell us about your region and what's going on up there. In, um, okay. I'd be glad to. Well, you know, in, in, in these small private schools, you know, role as an athletic director is more than just an athletic director. You know, we, we drive buses. We, we learn how to be a mechanic. We learn plumbing. We learn um, electric, <laughs> electrical work. We we learn all kinds of things, but my primary role here is, you know, athletic director. I teach PE classes, a few PE classes, and got a weight class, but also head football coach, head varsity, head JV and varsity football coach, and head um, JV and varsity baseball coach. So, and then get get to our region, what's going on right now? You know, of course, we're spring sports, or believe it, it's hard to believe. You know, we start spring break next week. You know what we got? A couple weeks, and then playoffs. Yeah. Spring sports are winding down. I know Rips track winding down. Oh yeah. Um, but um, anyway, you know, softball right now, I'll tell you what, our, our softball team is, we got a good little team. We got a good team, good players, um, good athletic girls on there. We, you know, one girl got lost during basketball season, a, a USC upstate signee, Bayard Nayrant. But we also have another division one sign of commitment, Charleston Southern, um, Blakely Kingsmore, who's just a junior. But um, and we got another Commitment, a college commitment, I think Limestone, um, Lexi Ayers, Lex Ayers is going to Limestone. So, you know, we got a pretty solid softball team, you know, especially in AA. I know PD has a good team. There's some good softball teams out there. Williamsburg, I'm sorry, I can't remember the girl's name. I know they got a great picture. Yeah, is that, I think it's Neely Lamb. Neely, that's it, Neely, Neely. And then, you know, like Colin Prep, to me, last year in softball came out of nowhere to win it. And um, I say nowhere, you know, they had some players too, you know, <laughs> but um, I don't, I wouldn't call them the favorite last year, you know, and um, and here you go. So you never know what's going to happen in that. And then, um, you know, we got baseball going on and uh, man, our region's real tight in baseball right now. Four teams are, are in it to win it. Um, got us, uh, Northside Christian, Lee and OP. We're like the top four. 
And four teams out of the region are not going to make playoffs. There's going to be a pretty good baseball team right now, not in the playoffs. And so, um, you know, that anything can happen right there. I know we got a big one tonight with OP. It's going to be big for, for both schools. Um, so we'll see what happens. Now, is there. that still that still has to be a pretty big rivalry game as well, doesn't it? It is. It is. You know, all the kids know each other. I wouldn't call it. It's not one of those hated rivalries by no means. You know, it's a. Uh, but it, it's intense. It, it's very competitive. It, you know, everybody wants to win. You know, did have um after basketball season this year. You know, we split with OP in basketball. I had one parent from OP, a good friend of mine. You know, call me. He said, "Man, this this basketball and this rivalry sometimes gets grown men mad at each other." <laughs> over a kid's game, you know, for at least, yeah. you know, a couple times a year. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but it's a, it's a very healthy rivalry, in my opinion. But, you know, how about um, our golf team? We've already through with our region with that. Our golf team ended up winning our region. Um, you know, so very proud of our golf team. Um, and then we got track going on pretty strong right now. We don't – you know, we're, we're one of the smaller two-way schools out there, so we just don't have enough kids really to, you know, kind of support all these sports that we have. And, um, it's, you know, every now and then some more will run track and play softball. But right now, you know, girls-wise, we have a bunch of softball. we got three softball teams, and same with baseball. I even told the boys this year, hey, if y'all want to run track, you know, Rip probably be surprised when he hears this, but I even <laughs> told the boys, if y'all want to run track, you know, Y'all can have at it. And, you know, yeah, where was that? Where was that about 10 years ago? I was dead set against that. But, you know, we just, you know, kind of want to build that up a little bit more yeah. and trying to encourage that, you know, if you want to have it, you know, I want to go in, you know, go in all the way and um, you know, try to support all these teams the best we can. Sure. Anyway, go ahead. I, I do think a lot of schools probably battle, um, especially smaller schools, you know, being – a big 1A, a small 2A, you know, I've been in both those situations. How do you manage? Like, I had a kid named Reed Halk one year. I don't know if you remember Reed. He yep. he played shortstop for us in baseball, but he's also <clears throat> our, about a scratch golfer. He was our number yes. one golfer. Oh, yes. And yeah. I had to kind of schedule that around for them to play, you know. And, um, you know, at a bigger school like I'm at now, I probably at Wilson Hall, we, we don't do that. You know, we got enough kids to sustain multiple sports. And, right. but it is always a battle, whether it's even some places cheerleading and girls basketball. I mean, how, how do you manage that? Do you let them do both? And um, it, that's, that's tough balance. And unfortunately, I don't want to say it, it doesn't, obviously you can't have it change from kid to kid, but sometimes it does change from year to year. Yes, it, it does. And um, it is a tough balance, but, you know, I look at football, basketball, we all share, we draw from the same pool here. You know, most of our kids play two to three sports, and and it is tough. And I, I got a kid who loves basketball. You know, that's his thing. You know, well, I let him somebody say I want him playing football too when I need him. Yeah. You know, I I let him go play basketball during the summer. Let him do those things. Hey, you know, come to the weight room when you can. I mean, I do hold accountability for weight room and all that, but by no means, and I'm telling him he can't play. And and same thing, vice versa with with you know, in basketball. You know, we might have a kid who likes baseball a little more or football a little more, wants to concentrate a little more on that. Might miss, you know, this summer, you know, my son Matt had to miss some basketball stuff, you know, to go play baseball. But that's just part of sharing athletes. You balance it out the best you can and you support the athlete. I think that's a great thing about being a school's our size that a kid gets to play multiple sports. I agree. Absolutely. I never forget, man, but my son started playing travel baseball, you know, played out a group in Somerville. One of the parents, biggest thing stuck to me, one of the parents told me, he said, 
man, we're not doing this so our kid can get a college scholarship or play college baseball or make it to the pros. We're doing this so he has a chance to make his high school baseball team. You know, and that kind of threw me back a little bit. I was like, you're right. You know, you got all those kids going out at big school. You know, you got schools like us. You get the opportunity to play multiple sports. And as coaches in small schools, we need to make that work for the athlete. You know, to me, it'd be selfish if I tell a kid, you can't do this. You know, and I've learned over the years. You know, I've had to learn too, but it'd be selfish on my part telling the kid, you know, I want you to, you know, oh, well, you might play college baseball. You might, you need to concentrate just on baseball. Well, that's selfish. You know, let the kid play what he can play. How many of these kids get to really go on to play college sports or play in the pros, you know? So to me, that's selfish. It would be selfish on my part if I did something like that. So I encourage multiple sports here. I mean, I want them, I want them playing everything, you know? Well, that's a real good perspective for sure. Well, yeah. I, you know, I actually mentioned this the other day when I was talking about with taking over basketball is, and all of us are in this position where we all coach multiple sports. And I think that, Something that gets lost at some schools is you – some schools discourage that now amongst coaches. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the problem with that is that it's creating an environment where we're telling kids, yeah, you can play multiple sports, but then our coaches are focused on just one, and they want their kids just to do that one. Yes. And so it's almost creating an environment where we're, we're encouraging that specialization. You know, as a coach that coaches multiple, we have to think about you – know, even when you're in football season, you just have to think in your back of mind, you got baseball – you know, come around the corner and you got some kids and you got their workouts going and you're managing that. And I think that's important. And that's something skis that we've had for, for years and years and years. And you see sometimes going away with that. And I think at times that's a mistake because I think you lose that ability as a coach to say, Hey, not only am I asking you to do multiple sports, but I'm doing multiple sports. I'm, I'm putting time in, in both. And it allows our focus to be better about that as well. Yeah. And I like the rules skis that has in place about, you know, multiple sports by the coach not coaching an out of sport or a, a team, you know, my basketball coach can't coach basketball during the school year, yeah. you know, or not, you know, during, not unless it's basketball season, yeah. you know, and I'm limited to that. I think skis really encourages multiple sport athletes also, which is, is needed. So yeah. very, very pleased with what skis does with that. So. Well, I think that, um, you know, with all the, it's, it's hard to put it, I guess, in the words with all that. If other schools are, are practicing X amount of days, it puts pressure on the next school to do just as much. Right. Or if not, you feel like you're going behind. And let's yeah. say, you know, in all three of us, we have other, not just public schools, but private schools in our area. You know what yeah. I mean? So yes. it becomes a competition, even when it's not trying to be a competition. And that makes it hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, and I'm one of those football coaches, Neil. You might not like. I'm not a big fan of seven on seven. You know, talking about during the summer and that kind of stuff. I'm all, I'm a big fan, but when you see my offense, you'll know why I'm not a big fan of seven on seven. You know, so <laughs> I, I get anyway, that. I mean, uh, have you seen? You know, we still run the wishbone, right? <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I, <laughs> hey, I have some film this year. <laughs> yeah, you, that reminds me of a story. Like, so when you and I met, we were you were JV football at Orangeburg Prep. And I was just like 24 years old starting at uh -huh. Colin and Prep, JV football. And we ran like five plays, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. we ran five plays. We ran toss, trap, power, <laughs> counter, and a play action pass. Guess what? Oh, that little trap up underneath you always yeah, ran the scissors. so well, too. I, yeah, the scissors. I love yeah. that play. Yeah. But we, we still run five plays, Todd. That hadn't uh -huh. changed a whole lot in the last 25 years. Um, uh, but I don't know if you remember this. So we run a little play action pass in your uh -huh. defensive end, like, it's, you know, in the 50, has the uh -huh. flats. Yes, yes. And we were so not good this year. And y'all were good. And yeah. you just kept killing us. 
So we ran the play action pass and we got it one time. And I hear you across the field yelling, Hey, you got the flats. So the next time I said, Hey, you can't block the guy. Just run by with his hand up. And <laughs> run by with his hand up and your guy would follow him. And that was our block. Hey, that's, that's coaching, man. That's that great. My first genius move at 24 years old right there. But I'll awesome. never forget that. I thought that was funny. Um, well, so you're, you're region one, two, a, and, um, you do, I mean, you got, that's, you got some really good schools in that region. Yes. A lot of, you know, what I consider, you know, you got Orangeburg prep at Lee Academy with, you know, the famous David Rankin, you got a Thomas Sumter, and then you got a couple newer skis of schools like Northside Christian and Palmetto Christian that are all, that are very competitive too. So that is a really strong region. Um, and I'm glad that we were able to talk about that. Now, I am curious to see what's going to come out of Region 2 in the spring sports because you have the Spartanburg region, which we don't know a whole lot about. And in basketball, they came and dominated. Yes. And, and I have to, to find out what's going on in that re- or up in the upset. I have to call Jolly Doolittle. You know, I, you know, talking about knowing people and, you know, Jolly's been, he's a skis of life or two, you know, been in it a long time. But um, just hadn't, I don't know the guys at Spartanburg Christian that well, you know, or, or Oak Brook. You know, just I don't. So Jolly's my go-to guy when I'm trying to not necessarily get a scout report on anybody. I just kind of know I want to know what's going on in the upstate. Yeah, well, because just don't hear anything. Well, Jolly and I are good friends too. Now we'll say um, we actually ran into the headmaster Spartanburg Christian at the Ark in Kentucky randomly last week. (laughs) Um, But I did talk to actually Chris Arp yesterday from Spartanburg Uh Christian AD, and he's going to actually be on a show next week with us. Uh So. We'll get a little upstate up um, update from the upstate for next week, but um, but they are a solid region. And then, of course, you know the region three region, which is around us and baseball wise. I mean, Williamsburg's the real deal, man. They're, they're a good baseball team. PD are both really good. Yeah, PD is yes. very good, uh, yeah. and Kings is is a lot better baseball team. Um, so, yes, they have. Yes, you they know. Have. So um, mm-hmm. you know, Carolina's got a good pitcher that I've seen. So. You know, Region 3, and of course, it's a good softball region. The same, yeah. you, you mentioned PD and Williamsburg in the softball. And, yes, um, yes. So it's, um, you know, Marlboro's a little down softball, but a lot of times they have a very good softball team yeah. in there. So Region 3 is a good spring sport, you know, on, from the rural region. sports. Um, yeah. and, and I don't know much about Region 4. I know Colin and Prep, you know, typically has a pretty decent team. You know, you never know. Hilton Head Prep's baseball team, I think, is really good. We talked about that on a podcast they're, a few weeks ago. They're actually 3 at. They're oh, yeah, they're the flex. That's right. Yeah. You know, curious, you know, Buford had a good little basketball program and Hilton Head Christian yes. obviously does and, and football. Yes. So, you know, there's some good, good schools, you know, Thomas Hayward traditionally turns out mm-hmm. some good athletes mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. all of our schools cycle. So it's hard to say, you know, we try, you know, to be consistent as we can, but yeah, it's really, I think it's wide open in 2A in baseball and, and softball. It is, it is, um, like I said, softball, I think um, us PD and Williamsburg, if I was picking favorites right now, um, and, and baseball, you know, Williamsburg, defending state champs, and they're loaded. You know, everything I'm hearing on them, they're loaded. That's a very yeah, Tyler, solid baseball team. Yeah, Tyler Boy, their coach, he does a really good job. He actually goes to church here with us. Um, yeah. he, he's, a, he's a good fella, and he coaches hard, man. He does a good job with those guys. What a coaching family. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Family, man. Yeah, great guys. I, I think we're all to Tyler. got to know him over the years, and, Super guy, super yeah. guy, great coach. Well, as far as soccer goes, you know, I would I would think that the 2A um, Region 2, Spartanburg, usually turns out a couple of good soccer teams and the same thing in the in the Hilton Head area. So, that's, you know, they got some good teams. We kind of went over that. I hadn't got any updated rankings since last week. Mm-hmm. So, Riv, why don't you um, talk a little bit about the track across the yes. board? 
Yeah, so track, you know, obviously there's there's really just two divisions, although we have three classifications. We have 3A, then you've got AAA. And, and I think at the AAA level, I think Orangeburg Prep, Palmetto Christian, uh, Thomas Sumter, really y'all's region is, is where the strength of 2A track is right now. I think, you know, Spartanburg Christian, Spartanburg Day usually bring some kids down. Shannon Forrest has actually grown the past couple of years. And on the boys' side, Bethesda, uh, certain years can kind of make some noise in, in track and field. But but really the, the top and the deeper teams are your OP, Thomas Sumter, and and probably um, Palmetto Christian uh, for as far as boys and girls having a little bit of depth there. Um, so, I, you know, and I've got to see, you know, a couple of different ones. OP's got a couple of kids that are, that are really good. they got a good little distance runner in Jacob Smith. They've got uh, Anna Catherine Evitt, who does uh, shot push. She set the school record in the discus. She also pole vaults. Uh, which isn't a, a common uh, a common triple there, but she'll do shot, disc, jab, and then go pole vault. She's very good at pole vault. She'll, she'll have a good shot. Um, if I was to draw a picture of this girl, never seen her, I don't know how that would go down after I hear with those a, a shot putter slash <laughs> pole vault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, she doesn't. She does a great job, and, and she's she's really good. They got it. There is a girl down in uh, Charleston. Um, last name's Mud. She goes to Charleston Collegiate. She's the only track kid from Charleston Collegiate. She is like one of the nation's top pole vaulters, wow. uh, which is kind of random. I mean, she's up, you know, in the in the 12, 13 foot range, uh, which is really impressive for LA. So it wasn't for her, Anna Catherine would be one of the top vaulters in the state as well. So I, I think Brooke Smith over there at OP has a pretty good team going on. Um, Rob Corsi over Thomas Sumter's had a pretty good program year in, year out. He's got some guys that are that are really, really skilled. And he's got a little depth on the ladies' side. And then Dale Hoover's a coach of Palmetto. We actually we're going to see Palmetto Christian on, on Wednesday. We drove all the way on to Porter Gow only to get two races in and then get rained out and have to drive back to Sumter. So that, that was a little unfortunate, but um, so I didn't get to see how much they have this year, but, but usually it comes down to those teams. Yeah, well, well, Todd, I was going to say, you know, before we kind of close off, we're talking about reclassification. Now football schedules haven't come out yet, but reclassification next year, you football boys will be, or excuse me, all sports. You're in two A. <laughs> Region one, that's with Andrew Jackson, um, Calhoun, Cathedral, Clarendon Hall, Dorchester, and St. John's. Um, yes. What are your thoughts on that new region? I like it. I like it a lot. You know, I've gotten to know the guys at um, Andrew Jackson and, you know, of course, Dorchester and, and that crowd. Clarendon Hall is close by. And um, last couple of years, we got to play St. John's. Unfortunately, it knocks out the playoffs this year, beat us twice. But um, got to know some of the guys over there, and, you know, about building relationships with them. And it's been some healthy rivalry games for us and them. And so um, I'm really looking forward to, to what we have going on. Uh, the travel doesn't seem that bad. The only, the furthest one to me is Cathedral, you know, and, and basketball and highly going down Ashley Phosphate Road. I can't stand it. But <laughs> I guess we swapped Cathedral for, uh, you know, Palmetto Christian, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so, but anyway, I mean, those guys, super guys over there, great, great, great group of guys, you know, AD over there. So, but anyway, look forward to that. Yeah, now football um, in 1A, and I hadn't heard it now. Y'all should have two regions, I'm assuming. We're going to have four regions. Four Okay, so like little four pods. Yep. Yes, yes, yep, and four. And our region's going to be us, Dorchester, St. John's, and Clarendon Hall. Okay. And, um, you know, a lot of those – I got to know a lot of those guys from eight-man days. i tell you what, yeah. one of my – the best thing – one of my greatest experiences to me was going to eight-man football. And getting, I just didn't know those know those people down there, you know, or not down there. Just didn't get to meet them, or you know, I didn't have a lot of interaction with them. And man, there's there's some great football coaches, there's some great players in eight man football. You know, it was just three less on each side. And um, man, I mean, 
Andrew Jackson, man, what, what a great program they had going. And, and award law, Mark Rogers got to meet him and, and what he's done there. So, and then St. John's one time was eight, man, Clarendon Hall. How about Khalid Horton? You know, I know y'all talked about him. What a phenomenal, we got to play against when he was a sophomore. And um, what a phenomenal player he was, he is. And, um, but anyway, I got to meet those guys. And here we are now it's kind of getting together and, and, and going into this region and, you know, except, you know, Dorchester's always been 11, man. And, you know, yeah, well, I mean, looking, looking at the one, a football, um, mm-hmm. you're talking about some really good programs. Yeah. I'm, talking, yeah. I'm looking at Andrew Jackson, who's mm-hmm. been a state champion, looking yeah. at a Calhoun has a rich tradition, Clarendon Hall, who's, yeah. you know, got a D one guy going this year. Yes. You know, um, Dylan Christian is not far removed from state championships. Thomas Hayward, obviously. I mean, Dorchester Academy won 100 yes. state champions over the years. Um, you know, you Lee Academy. At Lee. I mean, you got the, the, the best-looking coach I've ever seen, David Rankin, across there. <laughs> obviously, I mean, look here. All he does is make it to the state championship game with, with no talent. He'll tell you, yeah. I got oh, no yeah. talent. I got yeah. nobody, and here I am playing in the state championship again. I get to hear that every year. I, told, I finally told him this year in baseball he was complaining about something. I said, man, I don't feel sorry for you one bit. I don't want to hear you complaining. I don't want to hear you <laughs> Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. <laughs> well, he, you know, good, you know, you know St. John's, you know, Patrick Henry's had good teams, you know, I mean, this, so it's, it's a good division, man. It really is. And, you know, I think it's exciting. I, I think, you know, going to, to the four division, it, it makes it some teams that were playing eight man to more, you know, not upset about playing up in 11 right, man right. and it levels the playing field. So, you know, I'm it's a exciting. Fan of these four divisions. I'm a huge fan of this. I know some people, you know, the critics might say this waters it down a little bit. But to me, it it evens the playing field, you know, because the discrepancy between the biggest school in one division and the smallest school in one division, to me, it was just – it was big, you know. And, and schools our size, four or five guys make a big difference, you know. And uh, so I'm a big fan of what they're doing right now. Yeah. Well, Todd, also for the five people who might listen to this show, you're also <laughs> on the – the coaches association. Um, you got yes. your vice president of the coach association. Yes. Vice president. Coach. <laughs> I know it's been a little different with, with the COVID. The coach associations had kind of a different role, but um, you've been involved with the coach association for a long time. Um, yes. You, you want to speak on what y'all do or kind of on behalf of that real quick? Well, I guess my main duty, you know, um, the president, I, I, I guess we had to figure out a new president now with, with um, you know, Jeff, stepping down at um, Heathwood, but, you know, go to the athletic committee meetings, you know, you, you don't vote, but you're there to answer questions and listen, you know, and then um, the all-star games, as far as working the all-star game, showing up, getting things ready, which I've been really involved in the all-star games over the years. So, um, you know, that's, that's the main thing and setting up, you know, with COVID not having the, the meetings, at Myrtle Beach, the clinic there, you know, that's taken away a lot of the stuff we did from the coach association. I'd, I'd get the speakers and especially on the football side, work on that. And I think Jeff used to get the basketball side of the speakers. So, but um, anyway, Mike handles a lot of the, a lot of the duties and details with all that. It's, it's, he doesn't want to make it too time consuming on us because our regular jobs are time consuming. You know, so Mike's big about family, taking time with your family, make sure you spend with your family. And sometimes got to remind him of that too, because he's always working. He's, he's probably, I mean, that's a guy, I don't know if y'all had him on yet, but you know, that is a hardworking guy. And he had probably has, oh man, to me, the toughest job there is out there. 
you know, that's one thing I said, I'd never want that job because I couldn't imagine, you know, yep. but I'm, you know, very appreciative yep. of what he does, you know, for yep. Amen. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. You know, one of the things that Neil and I talked a lot about is just the, the brotherhood of coaching in Skeezer. And, and, and like we said to start off, we all have some of those connections around that we've got similar people we've worked with or worked for and, and you always have those connections, but COVID has had an effect on that. You know, we haven't, I remember Ty going with you the first time you let me tag along to a schedule meeting back when it was in yeah. the, in the little, whatever little hotel yeah. was in Orangeburg. Oh yeah. Before, you yeah know, some it was a good fried chicken was, though. Yes, good fried chicken. Chaos, absolute yeah. madness. As we're like, running around with all the spring sports schedules and trying to get <laughs> soccer over here and baseball over here and softball over here. And, you know, now we all do on the phone and we got it, you know, for three, a, you know, we've had the Columbia region, they schedule theirs like two years in advance. I know. Them. And, and then once, you know, one's region starts and everybody else has to follow they we're bugging y'all in two A. Yeah. you know, hurry up, do your meetings. Y'all yeah. like, we're not even close to that yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there was some, there was a lot of fun that too, because after the chaos, we went and broke bread and ate, yeah. and, you know, got us in that fellowship and we've, I think we've missed that the past few years, both with the clinics and then also with some of those meetings. And I, I hope that that we can get to where we start having something like that again. It won't be the the chaos room of scheduling, probably, yeah. but just something yeah. where we can can get together and continue to grow our coaches in Skiza. Um, and so, so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Neil. Because that's something anybody listening, any coaches that want to get involved with that, definitely get involved, get in touch with Todd or get in touch with Mike, and and we can get you plugged into some All Star games. And that's something we're always talking about is working as all-star games, you know, between OP and Wilson Hall and, and Calhoun, y'all started to host now as well. I mean, we, we always need help. We always need people out there helping us out. And so um, yeah. get involved with coaches association for sure. And that would help make these events better. In my opinion, just get, the coaches need to get a little more involved in, in it, yeah. you know, cause sometimes it seems like we get the same ones and the same ones and same ones. And, uh, but the more we get involved, I, I really think the better. So yeah. and I yeah. think we're working on some things with that. So yeah. It was really nostalgic talking about that hotel and those meetings. I remember walking in with Brock. Now, when you walk in with Brock Miller anywhere, you're not the person that gets noticed. You're not the one that gets noticed. You know, um, I spent a decade of my life doing that. I kind of regret that he was the best man at my wedding. I don't even know if people know I got married. Um, seeing him in the tux up there. But the I remember walking in those rooms, and he would, like, you know, basically do this. He'd hand me a calendar. It looked like this. I'm like, go schedule golf. I'm like, I, I don't even know anybody. I mean, so I'm like, I'm like looking at people's shirts to see if they got an emblem. I used to get yeah, mad yeah. at you guys who didn't wear your school shirt because I didn't know yeah. who you were. But um, you know, it, it made you meet people. It made you interact. It yeah. made you face. And I'll be honest, you know, we got a generation of people who don't know how to do that. You're right. And um, out on the phone. You're right. And I, I remember sitting there eating fried chicken with Eddie Bowling, and I developed a really good relationship with Eddie Bowling. Yeah. Um, rest in peace. And but I would have never had that if it wasn't for that meeting, you know, and, and stuff, yeah. things like that. So, um, that and that's fun, funny fun that you brought that up. I hadn't yeah. thought about yeah. that in a long time. I remember my first meeting, I'm the same way Rip was. The first time I walked in there, my eyes were this wide, and I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, I, I don't know what to do here. Nobody prepared me for this. You know? like, yeah. It really, it really is a where do you start moment. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes. no idea. Yes. <laughs> it was good. But if we got it done. That's right. You know, we got it done that day, and I, I, I do miss that. I like that a lot better. So well, maybe I mean, we get back to that. I was singing that, Todd. Like you and I, younger in my on my first gig at Colin mm -hmm. Prep, we interacted a lot because of those meetings. Now we were closer. Yeah. We scheduled each other. You were AD at OP. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw different things. And I haven't talked to you in years. You know, yeah. and and I consider you a friend and think a lot of you. You know, your your son had a great. I didn't even you know he, you know, had a great finish. He's I guess senior this year. 
Yeah, finally he's a senior, finally. Yeah, you know, I like didn't, and I, I wasn't interacting enough to see him grow up. And, um, yeah. you know, I know he played a North-South football game, and I saw this girl who was um, cheering for him, <laughs> and I'm like, I knew her. her I used to coach yeah. her. And, and I'm like, oh, he's my boyfriend. I'm like, I didn't even know that. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, but it's, it's good to see you today. Yeah. Yeah, good. And I, pre- I, mean, I appreciate y'all doing this. This is neat, uh, you know. Promote skis a little bit more, and, and I appreciate y'all too getting together and doing this. Yeah, well, um, thanks for having me. Man. Yeah, Todd, thanks for being here. Yeah. Well, Rip, you got anything else before we close? No, I think uh, you know we got spring breaks coming up, and 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 uh, like Todd mentioned, I mean it's crazy. We'll go to spring break next week, and then like, we'll get back, and it'll be playoff season. I mean it'll be baseball, yeah. softball, track meet, state track meet. I mean it's it it it's been a crazy last couple of weeks with weather and reschedules. I think that's mm-hmm. added some to the chaos of spring that's already there, but I mean, it's, it's going to be an exciting next couple of weeks. I think that's going to be good for us too, to get some, some, some coaches and people on. And as we get towards these playoff seasons, I think that's when the excitement builds. We saw it with basketball, basketball playoffs. You know, we had people interacting on, on the Facebook page and every stuff. Cause it's, it's that exciting time of year. And I think we're, we're getting ready to get back to that. Uh, which is fun. Yeah, I think I should try to do a Zoom call with every AD, and it'll be like the meeting in Orangeburg. We get <laughs> 40 squares up here. Yeah. Um, no, but, yeah, I mean, st- I mean, state golf tournament, you know, in, yes. in the month. You know, in like two re- weeks. Yeah, we're right there on it. So, um, should be yeah. a fun time. But I will, since you said that, anybody listening, get on to the Skiza School Board News on Facebook. Skiza School Board News. Um, if you hadn't, get on there, add yourself, follow it, whatever. And interact. This is kind of, you know, that's we'll follow that. We're all on part of that. I think Rip's an administrator. Mm-hmm. Um, some other people that we know are. And, I mean, you can report scores. Put your region standing so we all can kind of, you know, especially in the spring, it's hard. Five people are on game changers. Five's on mm-hmm. this. Five's on max preps. We don't know. We don't know what's going on where. Yeah, you know, right. so, um, you know, we're not trying to scout you, man. You know, just, no. we just want to no. know your record. So we can, <laughs> you know, we want to talk generally- about you. I generally want to know what's going on around yeah. the state. I, I do. Yeah. I want to know how teams are doing and in different schools and keeping up with people. And it's, like I said, it's not it's not about scouting you. It's really not. You That's know, right. I'm going to get that from other coaches, and they're going to That's get right. it against us. I'm, you know, I just right. want to see what's going on. You That's know? right. All right, man. Well, thank y'all for doing it. And um, I know um, I guess we'll do it again next week. Todd, thanks again, All brother. Right. All right, thanks, guys. We'll All see. Right. You. Thank you, guys. See you, Rip. Thank you.